Welcome to Dan Dan the Pearman Podcast, brought to you by all things strange, unusual, and unknown in the world. Take a walk with me, your host Dan, as we explore the world of the strange, unusual, unexplained, and the unknown. During our time together, we will look at facts, findings, experiences, and research of current and past encounters. It is my pleasure and passion of the supernatural and unknown that has sparked this podcast to life in a small city in central Michigan. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into today's episode. Episode 8, Sloss Furnaces, is a national historic landmark in Birmingham, Alabama, in the United States. It operated as a pig iron producing blast furnace from 1882 to 1971. After closing, it became one of the first industrial sites and the only blast furnace in the United States to be preserved and restored for public use. In 1981, the furnaces were designated as National Historic Landmark by the United States Department of the Interior. The site currently serves as an interpretive museum of industry and hosts a nationally recognized metal arts program. It also serves as a concert and festival venue. A new visitor center was built in 2015 and opened in 2016. The furnace site is along a wide strip of land reserved in Birmingham's original city plan for railroads and industry, hosts thousands of students through education programs per year. The museum is free to visit during the operating hours of Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Colonel James Withers Sloss was one of the founders of Birmingham, helping to promote railroad development in Jones Valley, Alabama, and participating in the Pratt Coke and Coal Company, one of the new city's first manufacturers. In 1881, he formed his own company, the Sloss Furnace Company, and began construction of Birmingham's first blast furnace on 50 acres of land donated by the Ellerton Land Company for industrial development. The engineer in charge of construction was Harry Hargreaves, a former student of English inventor Thomas Whitwell. The two Whitwell-type furnaces were 60 feet tall and 18 feet in diameter. The first blast was initiated in April 1882. The facility produced 24,000 tons of high-quality iron during its first year of operation. Sloss Iron won a bronze medal at the Southern Exposition held in 1883 at Louisville, Kentucky. In 1886, Sloss retired and sold the company to a group of investors who reorganized it in 1899 as the Sloss-Sheffield Steel and Iron Company. New blowers were installed in 1902, new boilers in 1906 and 1914, and the furnaces completely rebuilt with modern equipment between 1927 and 1929. In 1909, James Pickering Dovel had become the superintendent of construction, and for the next 21 years, Sloss was Dovel's workshop for invention. 
He developed gas cleaning equipment, modified the design of the furnaces, and improved the linings of the furnaces. In all, some 17 patents are credited to Doval. Sloss's number two furnace, rebuilt in 1927, included many of these inventions, earning Doval and Sloss a national reputation for innovation. Through this aggressive campaign of modernization and expansion, including furnace and mining and quarrying operations all around Jefferson County, Sloss Sheffield became the second largest seller of pig iron in the district and among the largest in the world. During this period, the company built 48 small cottages for black workers near the downtown furnace, a community that became known as Sloss Quarters, or just The Quarters. Visitors can walk through the remains of the site. In 1952, the Sloss Furnaces were acquired by the U.S. Pipe and Foundry Company and sold nearly two decades later in 1969 to the Jim Walter Corporation. The Birmingham area had been suffering for a serious, from a serious air pollution problem during the 50s and 60s due to the iron and steel industry there. And the federal legislation, such as the U.S. Clean Air Act, encouraged the closure of old and out-of-date smelting works. Also, by the early 60s, higher-yielding brown ores from other regions were feeding the blast furnaces. The Jim Walter Company closed the furnaces two years later, and then donated the property to the Alabama State Fair Authority for possible development as a museum of industry. The authority determined that redevelopment was not feasible and made plans to demolish the furnaces. Local preservationists formed the Sloss Furnace Association to lobby for preservation of this site, which is of central importance to the history of Birmingham. In 1976, the site was documented for the Historic American Engineering Record, and its historic significance was detailed in a study commissioned by the city. Birmingham voters approved a $3.3 million bond issue in 1977 to preserve the site. This money went towards stabilization of the main structures and the construction of a visitor center and the establishment of a metal arts program. The Sloss Furnaces site became a national historic landmark in 1981 and opened to the public as the nation's first and only 20th century blast furnace site preserved as a museum on Labor Day weekend 1983. In February 2009, Sloss became the new home of the SLSF 4018 steam locomotive, which was relocated from Birmingham's Fair Park. Sloss opened the gates of his enormous furnace company on April 18, 1882, employing hundreds of men from the surrounding area. The positions at Sloss were highly dangerous, but also highly sought after, as working with the blast furnaces was fairly advanced at that time. No government agency protected the rights of workers. 12-hour days were the norm, and pay often came in the form of scripts only good at the company store. While pay was low and hours ran high, industrial accidents were what workers feared most. Some men fell into the molten steel and incinerated, while others 
fell victim to the silent poisoning of carbon monoxide or the volatile bursts from steam pipes. Every inch of Sloss furnaces held danger for the workers who toiled there. From the catwalk to the tunnel, to the furnaces to the wheel, every precarious step could have been, and often was, their last. Perhaps the ghastliest death is the one that befell a worker on his lunch break, sitting near one of the large flywheels used to power the huge scalding boilers. He leaned a little too close and the wheel caught his clothing, slowly dragging him into the gears. Witnesses at the time shuddered. Each time the wheel went around, there was a little less of their friend. In the early 1900s, James Slag Wormwood was foreman of the graveyard shift, the period between sunset and sunrise where a skeleton crew of nearly 150 workers toiled to keep the furnace fed. During the stifling summer months, temperatures throughout the plant would reach more than 120 degrees. Lack of sleep, the heat, and low visibility made working the furnace literally a living hell. And only the poorest of workers desperate for employment would work it. These workers, mostly recently arrived immigrants, were forced to live in cramped housing located on the furnace site and could be forced at any moment to return to work. To impress his supervisors, Slag would make his workers take dangerous risks, forcing them to speed up production. During his reign, 47 workers lost their lives, 10 times more than any other shift in the history of the furnace. Countless others lost their ability to work due to accidents, mishaps, and even a recorded explosion in the small blowing engine house in 1888 that left six workers burned blind. There were no breaks, there were no holidays, there was only the furnace and its constant hunger for more and more coal. In October of 1906, James Slag Wormwood lost his footing at the top of the highest blast furnace, known as Big Alice, and plummeted into a pool of melted iron ore his body melted instantly. It is reported that Slag must have become dizzy from the methane gas created by the furnace and lost his balance. But Slag had never set foot on top of the furnace during his years of employment. Many thought that the workers had finally had enough of Wormwood's slave driving and fed him into the furnace, but no workers were ever brought to trial. Sloss Industries soon discontinued the graveyard shift, citing numerous reports of accidents and strange incidents that decreased steel production. The legend of Slag grew each year after his disappearance. Workers complained of an unnatural presence they increasingly encountered throughout the worksite. A night watchman in 1926 sustained injuries after being pushed from behind, and told angrily by a deep voice to get back to work. The man, upon searching the grounds, could find no sign of any other living person. In 1947, three supervisors went missing, found unconscious, and locked in the small boiler room in the southeastern part of the plant. None of the three could explain exactly what happened to them, 
all agreed they were approached by a man whose skin appeared badly burned and who angrily shouted at them to push some steel. Probably the most horrifying tale occurred in 1971, when the night before the plant closed. A night watchman, who was nostalgically taking a last look about, found himself face to face with the most frightening thing he had ever seen. He described it simply as evil. A half-man, half-demon, who tried to push him up the stairs. When the night watchman refused, the monster began to beat on him with his fists. Upon examination by Dr. Jack Barlow, the night watchman was found covered with intense burns. He swore he would die before ever returning to Sloss. There have been more than 100 reports of suspected paranormal activity at Sloss Furnaces recorded in Birmingham police records, from minor incidents such as steam whistles apparently blowing by themselves, to major sightings and the rare physical assault. It is interesting to note that the majority of these reports happen in the months of September and October at night, during the old graveyard shift. Some merely dismiss the occurrences as Halloween hoaxes. Others believe it is the relentless spirit of the sadistic foreman, Slag. In 1988, a study was conducted by the Center of Paranormal Events in St. Petersburg, Florida on Sloss Furnaces. While no events out of the ordinary occurred during the study, which happened to occur in May, many of the team members, including two psychics, claimed that due to the violent disregard for and loss of life, Sloss Furnaces should be considered a location of restless souls. In the year 2000, Sloss was studied once again by the paranormal team of Fox's Scariest Places, who concluded that it has one of the highest rates of unnatural energy they had ever encountered. In 2002, a skeptical investigative team from CBS affiliate WJTV investigated the site. They left frazzled and convinced that Sloss was haunted, capturing amazing footage that can be seen on their site. In addition, another investigation was held in 2003 by the Alabama Foundation for Paranormal Research, who quoted that there is no doubt Sloss is a hotspot for paranormal activity. During our investigations, we pulled data that confirms through scientific methods and approach that energies are present that cannot be explained. Sloss is one of the most paranormally active places our team has investigated. On October 4, 2003, another assault happened to one of our crew members who had worked at Sloss Furnace for many years, suddenly caught fire after seeing a strange shape. He suffered burns up and down his body and was taken to the hospital. He still cannot recall what happened. Strangely enough, this was almost on the exact 32nd anniversary of the night watchman who suffered the burn attack from 1971. In 2005, two psychic investigators from the TV show Airline investigated Sloss Furnaces 
In the middle of the taping, one of them began to spontaneously bleed from a cut that appeared in his right hand, halting the investigation, but not before the camera crew caught images of spirits on their cameras. In 2009, the Unexplained Mystery investigation team investigated Sloss and were shocked to capture spiritual shadows on film. And in 2012, the team from Ghost Adventures visited and were physically assaulted, again, caught on film. In 2014, TAPS, also known as Ghost Hunters from the Sci-Fi Channel, visited Sloss Furnace and filmed absolutely phenomenal footage proving that there is definitive spiritual activity at Sloss and have since returned to capture even more evidence. The Sloss Furnace team continues to archive these sightings, both from the press as well as individuals on FrightFurnace.com. Screams are heard, apparitions are seen, and on the second floor of the blower building, there's a sinister presence known as Slag, an overly cruel foreman who can be heard belittling his crew. It's a quote from Ghost Adventures. There's a quote from Ghost Hunters. We have wanted to get to Sloss Furnace for a long time. It did not let us down. I would go back anytime. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Unexplained Mysteries said, Make no mistake, Sloss Furnace is spooky. Many of our crew refused to go back in. We encountered cold spots, orbs, and even machinery that seemed to run on its own. The Horror Channel said, Whether skeptics or believers, anyone who goes into the Sloss Furnaces can agree on one thing. There is something there, and it is not friendly. The Crimson White mentioned that there have been hundreds of sightings and reports of paranormal activity in Sloss Furnace, as well as the infamous Furnace Tunnel which is now certified by the National Association of Psychics as one of the most haunted locations in the world. Here's a handful of stories from visitors that I have found throughout my research. On October 10th, 2019, my husband and I and two of our daughters went to Sloss today around one. Recorded from time to time with pictures, I caught a girl humming on the video, humming is clear with headphones and faint without, as well as groans and a yeah to my husband talking, also sounded like a scream at one point. The humming is the best audio recorded while shooting video, and I'd like to know if others have heard the same. We'll be going back to record some more as well. Was there in 2009, heard footsteps, even though I was the only person there. It was ice cold in the middle of summer. I had multiple batteries die in my camera. As I was walking out, I had the back of my hair stand up and felt like someone ran their hand through my hair. When I got home, I looked over the photos. Right before the hair incident, there was a photo with a purple mist in it. That place freaks me out. I've been to Sloss many times, only once for the haunted house. I work with a local paranormal group and we have found and caught several spirits. The two most active areas seem to be the tunnel and the boiler room. I've been touched in both areas and caught amazing EVP. The most strange being the humming of a little girl in the tunnel. 
We were the only people left inside the gates. The two ladies that ran the office were on the other side of the furnaces. One of the ladies said she heard the humming before, but no one knows who the little girl is or why she is there. I can tell you for sure that Sloss is haunted and is one of the strangest places in Birmingham and possibly in the country. It's amazing if you can go out there between midnight and 3 a.m. It's an experience like none other. Just be prepared for what you may see, hear, and experience out there. It's dangerous and terrifying, but wonderful in a creepy kind of way. There are ghosts there, trust me. When we were walking under the big water tower, we saw a guy dressed as a coal miner. We asked him if he worked there, and he just walked right by us. Then he just kind of melted into the wall. It totally freaked us all out, and we got out of there. While entering the bridge above the tunnel, I was trying to take a picture of the dual lifts, the iron slides shaft. And while taking this picture, I was pushed from the waist forward and heard steps on the catwalk in the big wheel room. So needless to say, there has been all sorts of horrible deaths, hauntings, and personal experiences at Sloss. That definitely will lead anyone to agree that Sloss Furnaces is a very active and haunted location in central Alabama and the United States. Despite the actual haunted house for Halloween quitting in 2019, Sloss Furnaces is still a highly trafficked, history buff, tourist, and thrill seeker location. Sloss is currently still open for tours and classes to this day. So whether you are a believer or a skeptic of the paranormal, Sloss Furnaces should be on the list of must visits for everyone. Solely my opinion. Thank you all for joining me for episode 8, Sloss Furnaces. If you are an avid listener of Dan Dan the Pearman, please like, follow, leave a review, and share. Also, send us a quick email to dandanthepearmanpodcast at gmail.com to join our email list for a weekly reminder of new episodes and any other need-to-know information about what Dan Dan the Paraman is up to and is working towards making available for y'all as fans and followers. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, and more platforms as well. As Instagram at Dan Dan the Paraman Podcast, online at Dan Dan the Paraman Podcast.buzzsprout.com, and obviously through our email at dandantheparamanpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email with any and all of your strange encounters or ghost stories that you might have to end up on a future episode as well. And at this point, we are more than halfway through Season 1, and we'll be working on more exciting things, hopefully before we take a short break between Seasons 1 and 2. Stay tuned for more fun facts, findings, and experiences of current and past strange, unusual, and unknown encounters. And I know that was quite a bit of information, more than most weeks, so be sure to check out the show notes for all that information that we went over as well.